and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of January 24th, 2018. I'm Jen. And I'm David. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. We've been taking an extended break for various reasons, uh, and we've got lots of toys we've picked up in the meantime. Uh, I actually have uh, some disposable income now, which is nice. Uh, so, so toys have been acquired. Uh, comics have been read. Uh, cartoons have not really t- been. Uh, you've moved to a different state. Oh yeah, cartoons have not been watched. <laughs> yes, I moved to a different state. David got a new computer. I mean, that's a thing. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, there's stuff. Uh, we haven't caught up. Oh man, was it the the Titans Return cartoon? Oh yeah, I haven't watched any of it because I didn't want to because I did not enjoy the last one, and they've greenlit the next one. And what little clips I've seen, it's it's like they left giant gaping spaces between dialogue for riff tracks. And- <laughs> I mean, maybe. Hey, look what that did for the room. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but it, like Rift Tracks is never going to do it. We we'll have to get like people we know to do it. Well, yeah, but but the point is that being mockable is absolutely a marketable quality. Yeah. So I I guess if we're gonna be back to doing this on the regular, we are going to have to subject ourselves to that, man. Oh, yeah. And that I feel like I feel like that needs to be a Patreon thing or something. I don't know. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll it's, just It's a thing we should watch anyway at some point. Yeah. Man, I remember At least it's short. I remember when I used to be a fiction completist and I would have to watch every episode of every all the Transformers stuff, and I think that died somewhere near like the tail end of the the car robots slash robots in disguise dub, uh, and then I did pretty well okay again <laughs> until somewhere near the end of Energon <laughs> when I missed a few episodes oh. and couldn't be bothered to get back to them. So it, it lasted about as long as um, toy completionism did. Well, I, I mean, I did have a brief period where I was kind of completist, but it was again, I think, more disposable income and anxiety than like actually caring that much it was kind of nice to do but eh. well it's also gotten to a point where it's like impossible there's just there's like the the movie lines the cartoon lines other line yeah classic stuff there's no way to get it all now i mean that there's that too like i haven't finished watching punisher yet and and i have to tell you the titans return machinima series is definitely below punisher <laughs> on my list of priorities yeah oh yeah that's the thing it's not even netflix dump quality <laughs> <laughs> and i guess that's that's the other thing is it's not just that it's like there's so many other things demanding everyone's time yeah. now. There's so much entertainment available that it's not like 
you know, it's like, oh, well, there's one new episode out every so often, yada, yada, yada. It's like, I got all this stuff I need to be watching. Like, isn't Runaways out? <laughs> oh, the, the, get, trying to get into all the various Marvel thingies, like, not the ones on TV. There's Runaways, it's on something, and, and there's whatever the hell with Squirrel Girl coming out on a different network thingy or digital something i don't know digital platform but but (laughs) so do you think there's going to be any actual continuity between that and this power of the primes one that actually has like an actual cast um yes i think so i well the first two have had continuity i assume (laughs) presumably the next one the, the, the last one had they got more known people for doing things. They had a Power Ranger. <laughs> oh, was it Jason David and Frank? some other people. It was Jason of David Of course it's Jason David Frank. <laughs> yes. He's, he's kind of unavoidable. Fucking Jason David Frank going around being in things. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, we'll have to catch up with that and I don't know, dedicate an episode to having opinions on it. Uh, yes. But... And speaking of catching yes. up on things, other news, yes. it, there's probably been so... so much news. That's the thing, is there's it's just so much news at this point. It's like, y'all read Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, You know what the things are. I mean, really, uh, Toy Fair is coming up soon. Uh there oh, are yeah. lots of pictures of Power of the Primes toys out. And hey, they're in stores. Some of them are even in stores Yay. around where I live, which is pretty impressive because they're garbage. Uh, so yeah, I think, I mean, there's been third party stuff. I don't think there's been anything. Well, okay, there's, there's that thunder, there's a third party mm-hmm. thunderclash. That's like my third party news right there. There's a third party thunderclash. All the colors. He's got all the colors. Possibly, I mean, I, I, I have probably mentioned on here before that one of my friends picked up a thunderwing or a <laughs> thunderwing, a thunderclash at BotCon one time and counted uh, for posterity. And he has the original toy had thirteen separate colors on him. Uh, so <laughs> this this third party one looks like it may be keeping the tradition alive. Uh, so that's important. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah. there's things have happened. There's stuff. Yeah, there Toys. there hasn't really been a lot of like news news lately. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's been anything really big that like is important to bring up that that missed. Uh, like most of the stuff falls in the category as like. Oh, that's kind of a thing. Oh, that's not a thing. Like the Hasbro Cinematic Universe that isn't anymore. Oh, I saw something about it not having mask. That's all I've seen with that recently. Yeah, like, like, I don't think they'd even gotten to a script level as far as I know, but like mask and ROM were supposed to be things. Now they're not. Oh, they're not doing a ROM one? Understandably. I mean, a ROM would be, we'd love a ROM movie. But the problem is, the ROM movie I want is basically just another cosmic Marvel movie. 
Yeah. But if you can't have him bump into the Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't really care. It's not as fun. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. I mean, if he bumped into Transformers, maybe, but... So a lot of the stuff that people cared about with Rom was, you know, fairly deeply rooted in his Marvel, you know, late 70s, early 80s Marvel Comics roots. Uh, so... Well, yeah, they- I mean, same with Micronauts. Not that he's a main Marvel. Like, he's t- t- Mar- Micronauts, I think, could work, maybe. I don't <laughs> know if that's been canceled or if that got anywhere. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised Mask gets tanked, because, like, you'd think, like, Mask is just another Transformers movie with more <sighs> actors, and they don't have to worry about giving the vehicles characters, because they aren't. That's the, that's the problem, is that Mask is always, it's always just been half-assed Transformers. Well, it's half-assed Transformers, but it's slightly better G.I. Joe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's it's the intersection of Transformers and G.I. Joe. Yeah. It's like meeting in the middle. Uh, so yeah, that's, I mean, I guess I'm not at all surprised that the Hasbro cinematic stuff is not taking off quite so much. Uh, I think I'm more surprised that people would be surprised. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... I I would expect them to try something else other than the G.I. Joes that didn't do so well. Just mm-hmm. throw something out there at some point. Maybe the Micronauts will happen. Yeah. Although Micronauts is kind of a bad title. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, they did a gem movie. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't do a good one. Every everyone else has also forgotten. Uh yeah, that was uh it was not good. I felt that it it uh it lacked what I felt was one of the most defining qualities of Gem being that she was a grown adult and not like a teenager. Uh well, anyway, and ideally so... you'd have big eighties hair, but Oh, such hair. Anyway. But but they're bringing Barbie and the Rockers back. <laughs> that is actually oh. a thing. I saw at Target. It's crazy. Oh. Uh, so you would think they could do Gem, but who knows? Uh, so yeah, I I mean, Transformers was never really part of going to be part of that whole Hasbro cinematic thing anyway, though, was it? I, mean, I, I recall that being don't a thing. No. It, it also, is kind of on its own. It, Trying to hitch it to other things would probably be detrimental to it. Wouldn't help much. Also, I I feel like uh, bringing the Transformers movies into the Razzies is almost like a cheap shot these days. It's like... Yeah, it's like... Yeah, so... Well, the I don't think the Razzies have been really relevant or appropriate for like a decade. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I mean, as we, as we all discussed over the summer, the, the last night was really like in the context of the Transformers movies. It's really not that bad. It was like the platonic ideal yeah, you could have within those. It, it might be the second best one. It, it's, it's not good, but it's not horrible. I, especially like, okay, the Razzies, like, Whatever the thing, the, the, mostly the obvious choices. Except, worst supporting an- actor, Anthony Hopkins? 
No, he's one of the best parts of that movie. He's so great. He's enjoying he's himself fun. so much. That's, you know, that's something I don't get is when you have something like that and it's made fun of, but you have something like Kate Blanchett and Thor Ragnarok and she's yeah, like it's pretty much the same level of acting. Hamming it up and chewing Having the fun. scenery and everybody's like, yay, this is great. But no, you do it. You have Anthony Hopkins doing it in a Transformers movie. And it's like, oh, this is dumb. It's just become, it's like, it's too cool. <laughs> <laughs> to criticize yeah. the Transformers like, movies. Like, correct, calling Michael Bay a bad director is wrong. Sometimes he does shit you don't like, but he's never a bad director. He's good at directing. Right. He just has his own idiom that is sometimes stupid. <laughs> yes. Sometimes things just happen for no... See, that's the thing, is at least in The Last night. Everything constantly happening was at least following a logical progression. Yeah. Which, to be fair, was yeah, not he, something he, you could necessarily the, say about the previous the, ones. The previous three. Yeah, it's yeah. things made sense. It well made sense in cartoon logic, at least. Yes, you know, things happened as a response to other things happening, and not just out of nowhere for no reason. So, yeah, it it just that just feels like a cheap shot. So I can't I can't get behind that. Uh, but yeah, uh, other stuff. We got toys. I got toys. I yeah, got Overlord. That was exciting. Oh, Overlord! To, he's so nice. I had to order him. I don't know if anyone ever actually. I assume someone at some point saw him well, at retail. No, no. Yeah, but I, I, yes, I know I wanted him. I ordered him online, too. It's like, I need Overlord. Yes. At, at I one wish point, he was bigger, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like he can... Like, the original, I don't know if you've seen pictures of him next to the original, or have happened to seen the original in real life. I have, but I didn't realize he was, like, twice the size of the current toy, almost. Yeah, he's, he's huge. Uh, so... There is, like, there's a third-party one that I saw at TFCon that was, like, hilariously oversized, like, nearly on the level of some of the Omega Supremes coming out. And I, I feel like the philosophy is that they're wanting to make toys that are as big as you remember them being when you were much smaller. <laughs> yeah, it's the masterpiece strategy. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean... He's definitely cool. I like him a lot. I like him more when I realized that piece that was around his shoulders could actually fold down because that was oh, confusingly yeah. packaged. But uh but yeah, he's definitely overlordy. I look forward to actually having shelves to display him properly. <laughs> yeah. I wish his chest holes were a little bit bigger. You can't close them all the way with people's faces in there. I do like I wonder if they did that knowing that Power of the Primes was going to be what it is, because the idea of putting, or that they just trusted, like, the Shapeways people, the people who put stuff on Shapeways to make, like, engine backs for some of those, because the oh, idea no. of him just having faces in his chest is kind of ridiculous. I, I... Well, it does work for, yeah, the primes kind of make more sense. But I, I like him, like, just imprisoning two people's faces in there. 
Kurt, he, he still has uh, Nightbeat and uh, Getaway online. That's not an appropriate place to put heads. But, but yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, I got Cloud Raker, and I guess Wingspan is up on a shelf somewhere, uh, hanging out with uh, Dreadwing, who he matches very well. Uh, oh yeah, you did find. Oh, I gotta send you the little car dude at some point. Yay! And then they can be twins together. And yes. Dread. I my appreciation for Dreadwing went up substantially when I was like over the course of walking to the register at Target, and I remembered. Oh yeah, he used to host the UK Letters page. <laughs> and suddenly, I was like, <gasps> yes. <laughs> Because, yes, he used to host the UK Letters page, because the UK comic was just a bunch of people having fun. <laughs> so, yes, this this rando Decepticon hosted the UK Letters page. Uh, so, so, yes, I like to, to pretend that he, too, is a, a writer-slash-editor trying to get by and... <laughs> Oh, oh, that'd be a nice thing for the comics if they... Wait, is he even in the com current comics? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think It'd be think nice they've... if they brought him in... Bring him in as uh, Thundercracker's editor. Or just, like, one of those, like, background things. Like, the whole thing about, uh... uh what's his face? The alligator guy. Uh, Skull Cruncher. Yes, about Skull Cruncher being comedian. a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Just some little thing where they like, I don't know, talk about reading stuff that, that he wrote. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely a, uh, a partial aerial bot remold. Uh, I did well, notice. Um, how much, like, the nose cone, most of the legs, and his crotch? I think his chest and, oh, and the, a bit of the arms are, yeah, maybe it's about 50-50 that's in yeah, I mean, the wings are definitely new. Uh, mine do not like to peg into place. Yeah, one of them's a little funky. They definitely uh, have a little bit of the the old first series of Align plastic tolerance weirdnesses. Uh, but but overall, you know, he's he's great. I'm glad I have him. He He's going to be my fellow writer buddy. We'll hang out and, I don't know, write essays about stupid things. Well, uh, and you have to get the little writer of Slash Fiction, who's adorable. Yes, I have a little Slash. Uh, her dinosaur mode is kind of awkward. Yeah, it doesn't want to balance. She's very front-heavy. But, but you know, all in all, she's, she's a good little figure. I wish she had a little weapon, but I know people on Shapeways have... Have made, yeah, I gotta get rid of those. A little rapier and um, some kind of gun. Yes. Uh, so, yes, as as we've mentioned, it's great that the first female Dinobot is named something that is something that is popular <laughs> with women. Well, and it starts with an S, it follows the tradition. Yes. But also something that is heavily associated with the more female corners of fandom. Yeah. Uh, the biggest problem that I have with the actual little prime 
dudes is that in the whole like homage with the pretender shells thing, they don't actually yeah. have colors that correlate to any the the primes themselves are like not the colors they're ever supposed to be. Yeah, yeah well, because it's focused on the shell and then the inner dude is just whatever. I know, but it makes me very sad that Leech Maximo is not teal and white. Just, I don't know, it bothers me. <laughs> yeah, it would kind of be nice if his colors were more that. But... His colors were more like how he's ever been represented before. He's just Skullgrin. Yes, he's a little dude. So, Skullgrin's adorable, so, you know. And... Uh, I got him, and I got uh, Vector Prime, because he came with Metal Hawk, and I do like some little Metal Hawk. Yes. Though, again, blue and dark gray is not really Vector Prime colors. Hmm. And whoever the hell the other one is that I just... I, I made a mono eye out of a uh, quick switch. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes, my Cronus. Oh. Uh, well, how can he be the tiny one if they're all the tiny ones? <laughs> because how can he be the small one when they're all the same size? This is this is actually a perfectly valid question that I think deserves to be answered, but alas. Uh, I well, Somebody needs to make the best, worst, tiniest transformer who's a little head that plugs into his little head. <laughs> They can transform and snap in half immediately. So, I mean, I, it's, it's a cool continuation. It is sort of interesting that, uh, we're sort of continuing the gimmick, but not quite. Also, it's pretty great that now you can give everybody weird, like, Imperata symbol heads. Yeah, that's it's it's neat. I I kind of wish some of the designs were cooler though. Like, I don't really like the Liege Maximo one. It's just too plain. Yeah, or... it's just sort of random. Uh, I it it does make it... a uh, someone had it on the Optimus Prime, and just the way that just the green triangles formed his eyes was pretty great. Yeah, it it sort of looks like like a a sea turtle with its flippers up on the back of a butterfly. <laughs> and it's just, no. Yeah. It's not very Liege Maximo-y, but I guess we get, really. we get this little skull grin and that's what's important. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I want more, when am I getting my bomb burst? And my <laughs> submarauder. Aren't those coming up? I also, so. Octo Punch. I like that we're getting Octo Punch. Oh, we we oh we are getting Octo. I wasn't sure about the Octo Punch. Yes, I forgot which ones we were getting. Yes, because Octo Punch is Soulless Prime for some reason. Oh, Octo Punch is a lady now. Yes. Okay. Or at least a lady comes in that armor, the the tentacle armor. Well, it's a lady pretending to be an octopus. I mean, that's fine. Octopi don't have, you know, standard mammal sexual dimorphism, so 
She can be whatever sex of op- octopus creature she wants. <laughs> anyway. Also, I got Swoop. Uh, he's very swoopy. Uh, honestly. Oh, I, I have the Dinobots. I haven't opened anybody else but Slash yet. There's not a lot to say about him. He's He's just very swoopy. Are you annoyed he's a different color than the pre-production art? Eh, I'm alright with it. <laughs> I mean, that's... kind of like the blue, it's a variety. Yeah, isn't that, wasn't that like his diaclone color or something? I think so? Yes, like I, I believe that was his diaclone color, and that's like, I don't know, where that, that color scheme comes from. You know, it's... I, I just want a remolded sludge with uh, big bird wings and sort of a pterosaur head. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had that knockoff toy as a kid. Ooh. Oh, man. If we get to the point where they're just, like, doing references to knockoffs from the 80s. Oh, yeah. we're, we're just about at that we're, point. We're getting there, man. We're We're getting there. They're definitely... It does sort of leave me wondering, we're get, like we're getting pretenders. We're we're at we're at like ninety seven or I'm sorry eighty seven eighty eight at this point. Like, are we gonna do some action masters now, and then are we on to G two or like what's what's the plan? Well, the the little guy, the the pretenders are kind of action master e. I don't know if we're exactly gonna get that. Maybe. Man, oh, I know that's what's... also been like in sublines, non-transformable things. Micromasters is—are we going to get more of them? That's the question. Now, what's going to happen is that we're going to have another big, uh, big turnover with the Transformers team, and then they'll feel like they all need to do their own version of 1984, and then it, the cycle will start oh, anew. Man. <laughs> no, just hang hang around in the, the area we're in right now. It's kind of my favorite toy area of g1 it's pretty good teal and pink and magenta and other weird colors man just odd animals for no reason we're just gonna get victory with ball joints and i don't even know what we're gonna do then like we can go back to g1 forever you can repeat that as many times as you want after i get (laughs) c-coms More Seacons. Give me Seacons and shit. Everything else can be Optimus Primes and Megatrons from here to eternity. Yeah, that's sad that we got Combiner. I mean, I guess the problem with Seacons and Combiner Wars is it was so heavily remold oriented that they couldn't really do much with them after that. You just yeah. Well, well, now now we're we're getting Dinobots. We're getting the the um, Terracons, mm-hmm. the Abominus. And those oh, guys. that's right. We are the getting Terracons, them. right? Yes. So we're like, we're inches away from Seacon remolds. <laughs> Soon, TM. So close. Soon. So, I mean, we have reached a point now where it's like, what are we even going to see at Toy Fair? I Didn't we see a lot of stuff that's probably going to be there with leaks and things? Oh, I guess they could show... Wait, it would, it would be too early to show what's next after Power of the Primes? Yeah, that's, I kind of feel, I don't know, because, I mean, Toy Fair at least used to be 
you know, a very heavily industry oriented event. So it's more like, I mean, the fans are there, but it's more like they're trying to sell to, you know, the purchaser at Target. Uh, so going that far ahead yeah, might be pushing it. Let's sell the Toys R Us who's closing lots of stores soon. Yeah, well, that was garbage. That's that's the whole thing. That's capitalism. That's late stage yeah. capitalism right there. That's uh I was reading some talk about that how it's, you know, they were perfectly profitable, but it's just these vulture capitalists coming in and uh doing bank things. Damn toy store scalpers. Yeah. Not toy scalpers, toy, toy store, store scalpers. scalpers. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's its whole thing. I will say I was <laughs> saying something about not understanding how people become like less woke as they get older, but I do understand how they become weird conspiracy theorists and go and live in the woods and stop talking to people. <laughs> yeah. Learning things like why Toys R Us is filing for bankruptcy is that that'll get you coming up with conspiracy theories and going to live in the woods. It's, it's kind of messed up. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I am curious. I, I mean, I suppose we're probably just going to see, probably going to see the rest of power of the primes. Cause I, I feel like it's too new for them to want. Cause the thing is, if they start playing up the next thing to the store buyers and stuff, that's how your later waves yeah. end up getting underordered. <laughs> well, that happens all the time anyway. That's true. That's what TJ Maxx is for. So. Uh, but TJ Maxx around here doesn't carry toys. Uh, my TJ Maxx doesn't carry a lot of toys. So, unfortunately. I guess. Anyway, I guess we should talk about a comic book. Comics. Maybe. There were comics. Comics have happened. So yeah, part of why we chose this week to go ahead and try to get back in the swing of recording some episodes is there's a new Lost Light this week, and everybody likes to talk about Lost hey. Light. Uh, so lucky number thirteen. So, so do you think Tailgate's actually dead? Uh, <laughs> well, we don't see anything. They imply he exploded, but didn't say, like, he explode, there's no remains or something. So he probably just, like, popped out of existence and popped back in somewhere else. Maybe. Maybe. Or something. I mean, I guess... Like, when James Roberts kills someone, we see them die horribly. Oh my god, I'm sorry, Rook. <laughs> oh, I like your tongue. I I yeah, I have to say, man, like there was a point towards the end of More Than Meets the Eye where I was like, well, you know, the thing about Getaway though is he's not wrong. Rodimus is a terrible leader, <laughs> and he totally has a ship shaped like his own head. Uh, and <laughs> but now it's like, no, Getaway's wrong. Getaway needs to die horribly. Yeah, get, getaway. What's well, Okay, it's not that from the point of view that, that that Rodimus is kind of a bad leader that Getaway's wrong. And it's not that, hey, Megatron was kind of a mass murderer and now he's sort of been pardoned. He's not wrong about that. But how he goes about everything and his his original reasoning and his innate madness and, and what Freud describes about him is just 
Yeah, he's 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 broken. Yes, he's. I mean, I don't know if it's just that he's bit off more than he can chew, and he's just desperate to try to keep everything going. Because I can definitely understand that sort of situation. You just like have to do, just have to keep things together, and and things get worse and worse, and. Yeah, but he thinks he's going to be the next Prime. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's to the point where it's like, no, no, you're just crazy. You are just crazy at this point. You're not just trying to hold the group together to get to your goal. You have unreasonable expectations for reaching this goal. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean... I I did think that it was uh some very effective storytelling with the the issue that loops back on itself. Yeah, that was a creepy one. That was three ago, the beginning of the Mutineers trilogy. Yeah. It's just like, oh no. Oh no. Uh so that was that was good. I did <laughs> I think my my uh favorite gosh it was definitely very nice with issue 13 to just, you know, get back into that sort of. Yeah, the, the regular crew. Yeah, just the regular crew just sort of bickering with each other and getting up into each other's faces. And also the word canoodling, which I. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just canoodling, canoodling inside someone. Yes. But I just like that that's the word that Roller uses. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> and I appreciate that, like, the... the specifics of what any of that involves are kept vague. <laughs> but... Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> yes, also... It's... Canoodling is a weird word, and it feels extra weird coming from Roller, who's sort of displaced in time. Well, the thing is, he just doesn't, you know, doesn't have any better way <laughs> It's such a good word. It just is. But, but yeah, that's, I mean, they needed some private time, and he was sitting right there in his alt, alt mode, taking up all that space. Also, I like the panel where Whirl is just like, spread the heck out. Everybody is cramped into Roller's not there, he has a chance to spread out. Everybody's cramped into this tiny space and he is going to take up as much of it as possible. (laughs) Because he is a jerk. I like the split second when Rodimus thinks that the ship is talking to him. (laughs) Like when he said, Skip? Because the the ship they're in was named Skip before he died and yes. became their ride. Yes. <laughs> that was cute. And just all the stuff with Ultra Magnus was great having him... So adorable and awkward. ...doing... <laughs> being, being a nerd. <laughs> Getting upset about having to use a windowsill for a desk. Also, the part where he's like where the ship starts shrinking on them and he's just got his data pad hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, trying to hold up the ceiling. I like this, the, the subtle thing that Ratchet turns gray, but you can slowly notice him turning gray before that. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> also, Ratchet and Drift on the main cover. This is definitely bonus points. Uh, yeah, they're on the verge of making out while everyone else is really angry. <laughs> and it looks like Brainstorm. I mean, it's, you can't really tell whether it's intentionally, but Brainstorm's got his hand on Drift's head, so you could totally see him being like... <laughs> pushing them together like haha you you yeah. make out now haha because he's brainstorm uh, but uh yeah so and it's good to see fortress maximus and red alert and all of them showing up again and and the whole thing with anode and swerve because Swer- swerve and needs a, a foil ridiculously es- oh. Yeah, but their ridiculously escalating prank game is just nuts. <laughs> I mean, who sneaks sneaks a bomb into somebody else's brain? That's that's too far. <laughs> but yeah, Ratchet's sort of slowly getting grayer through the through the issue, becoming a ghost. And then, yeah, uh, what at was the, the end, line about and... him saying? It's the the big thing where Ten starts talking. Oh my god! The, the like James Roberts likes like shockers at the end of issues. Just wait, what? <laughs> but th- this somehow Ten speaking is the one that caught me the most off guard. <laughs> wait, what? No, I mean How? I, I feel like it's got to be somebody talking through him. Probably yes, but it's it's very strange. But I mean, you know, I've and and I've been honestly, I've been mulling over the whole thing with Tailgate dying and like mm. taking it from that whole like as a writer angle, like storytelling angle, and you know whether. I mean, I guess I can't really, you can't really say whether his story is done, uh, but, you know, it's, it's really, this is supposed to be more about Cyclonus dealing with it anyway. You could kind of say the yeah. Tailgate story has been done. Uh, it's Kind of. But I don't know. But yeah. It, it feels like when somebody dies in this comic, James Roberts, if they're a main character, he likes to put it front and center. Yeah. Th- this is becoming another mystery the way it's shown to us, because we're missing a key element. Yeah. I mean, we don't... Actually, here, let me... I'm, I'm pulling it up. But, I mean, they, you know, Fortress Maximus, and then they do, you know, see it on the screen, and... Uh... Oh, but, oh, I forgot the, the best thing about this issue. Uh-huh. We got Alex Milne back. Yes. <laughs> I've missed Alex Milne. Yes. Yes. Alex Milne. He's got really good at doing robot emotions on faces. Yeah. That's, and, and that's definitely good for this one. I mean, Jack Lawrence has been really good. He's definitely grown on me, you know, for, at, at first. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. It felt just that little bit too cartoony, but really grew on me there and but uh but yeah this was a good definitely a good issue to have Milne back for 
to have to have him making whirl emote near the end and 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 canoodling. So yeah, it's it was a good issue. It was good to see everybody back. In the meantime, you know, in in between the stuff with Getaway has been like we're that's definitely back into the like super messed up body horror territory that the series had sort of been, you know, seems to dip in and out of. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Good comics, good stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna have to wait a while to figure out what the hell Ten was talking about because next issue is back to the scavengers. Hey, <laughs> that's hey, it's time for another intermission from the main group to go do some other stuff. I mean, it's that's definitely uh, you know something that has been a long time coming though is getting more scavenger stuff. So. Yeah, well, there was a little bit. Was the last issue uh-huh. where we saw where where they they ended up getting stuck with nickel accidentally? Yes, <laughs> where they accidentally picked up an extra passenger. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but definitely looking forward. I I do sort of wonder, like, how long are things going to draw out? This actually, this issue kind of felt like like. A couple, like a few months worth of development just all run together at once. Uh, which yeah. is not really bad, uh, but it's definitely no, it's, it's like a very dense... Individual stories of half the characters are just sort of hitting ahead and going wrong all at the same time. Yes. So it's, it's a very dense issue, story-wise, and, and characterization-wise, and character arc-wise. Uh, so, so yeah, it's a lot going on. Uh, so yeah, I still need to get caught up on a lot of the other stuff. Uh, I know you have some more comics you need to get caught up on, so maybe next yeah, week I, we'll... Maybe we'll try Optimus next week, or... Um, oh, the uh, Windblade... One finished with the. Yeah, I, that was a bit ago, but yes, we had not gotten to the to lull our one annual, so there's that. A uh, lot of stuff to talk about, uh, because of course being away for a while. Uh, but yeah, yeah, let's we'll we'll try to get back to this on a little more regular basis. Uh, I know I for one have a uh, unpredictable work schedule. Uh, both with my day job and my editing work. Uh, actually, tonight I've got one to wrap up. And uh, I, I have apparently become the go-to editor for stories about Bishonen with wings. So that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I knew that was a thing in, in manga. I didn't know that was as much of a thing in English writing. Uh, so, yes. Slash some Dinobot slash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, but hopefully can get uh get working around my scheduling and and get more episodes done and talk about things more regularly. But uh, just you know, keep an eye on the feed, keep us subscribed, and episodes will pop up when they pop up. Yep. Uh, so that's it for this week. 
this has been Jen. And David. Good night. Good night. All my cats being so good, I want to Underground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.